Yo, let me break here for a quick plug, dog. I forgot to mention that this Thursday night, July 28th, I'll be at the San Antonio Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club. Yes, sir. One night only. Tickets only $15. But if you go to the website, it's going to say $30. do not let that scare you. They're selling tickets by the pairs, compa. So bring that in- insignificant other. Yeah, that's said insignificant other, dog. And then Friday night, July 29th, I'll be at Corpus Christi at the Mesquite Comedy Club. One night only, Thursday. One night only, Friday. Texas, I'm coming. See you guys there. Get your tickets now, fool. Alright, alright, it's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. What is up, everybody? It is Monday night, July 25th, dog. And uh, yeah, let's get this done early, fool, because I got a busy-ass week this week, fool. All my kids are on vacation. All summer school is over, fool. It's down the stretch, summertime, coming to an end soon. They'll be back to school very, very soon, I hope. I don't know when exactly, but I hear sometime in August. And I can't wait. I can't wait, fool. Man, got three boys all summer. And these motherfuckers, they all want to do something differently, dog. They all I want to go to my friend's house. I want to go to the mall. I need to go get a haircut. I'm hungry. And can I go outside? Let's go play catch. Can we go to the movies? I was like, every fucking day. And then, just to eat, fool, it's like a whole damn... Election, fool, like a whole debate. Okay, okay, what are we going to need? I want McDonald's. I want pizza. I want wings. And me, and me uh, can I just make you guys a sandwich, fool? Can I just fucking, you know, which I do sometimes. I don't mean, I don't ask, dog, but I get tired of doing that shit, fool. I get tired of fucking cooking, dog. Stupid, fool. So, I just want to get the fuck out of the house, fool. Like, get tired of my own damn tortas, way. So like it's like all right, let's just go out, let's go out, go, let's go. But it's a fight, fool. It's like having three girlfriends, bro. Literally, dog, having three girlfriends, fool. Fucking attitudes, you know, being chesverinches way, fucking, I don't know, dog, crying babies, fool. And that's just me, fool. That's just me. Anyways, it's almost over. It's almost over, dog. Um, but yeah, I got a busy week. I got these fools. I had them today. So I had a basketball game. He's playing summer league basketball, which is pretty cool, man. Um, but he starts, I mean, yo me trende pendejo ahí, picking up kids, taking them, giving them rides. Most of these kids are really cool kids, though, man. Um, respectful, and, you know, they start asking me questions like, so how does it feel to be on HBO? And how does it feel to be on TV? Motherfucker, you see me. I'm in HP. You see in my house, fool. How do you think it feels, doc? It don't feel that great, dog. I'm still in the hood. I'm still your neighbor, bro. How great do you think it's going, fool? <laughs> uh, but nah, they're cool kids, dog. And then, you know, my, my, my son's like, hey, he's a big fan of yours. He wants, uh, he's wondering if you give him, like, you should give him, no, he goes, you should give him some merch. Give him a shirt. I go, fool, my shirt says, fuck it, I'm down, fool. I'm not going to send this 13, 14, 15-year-old kid to his house with a fuck it, I'm down shirt, fool. I don't know who his parents are. What they're going to do? Are they going to trip, dog? Si son pinches evangelistas, wey. Cholos. What? 
fool, I don't know what the fuck these people are, dog. I don't want to get in trouble, fool. But, you know, I found an old Wevon uh, shirt. I was selling Wevon shirts for a bit. I don't, I don't know if you remember that era. <laughs> in 2019, I had this idea, fool. I'm trying to come up with new merch, fool. And I still sell the Fuck It I'm Down shirt because I'm still fucking I'm down. That's like, I like, that's my saying, fool. And that shit sells, fool, obviously, right? It's a cool little gimmick. It's a cool shirt. It's gender neutral, right? It's, is, is it binary? It, bi how do you say that shit? Binary? I don't even know what the fuck that means, dog, but I heard that somewhere. But it's, it could go either way. Guys can wear it. Women can wear it. Young people can wear it. Old people can wear it. And it's censored. It has asterisks on it on the fuck. So you're not, you know, to, you don't have to offend anybody. Um, and it sells great. It's a, it's an easy sell for me, fool. You know, I'm not much of a salesman. I'm not much of a salesperson. Um, I don't like to push, you know, or thirst trap people into buying me something. So I want to provide something that it's easy to sell, fool. Easy, like... Hey, it's either you or it's not, you know. But I've also looked into other merch. Like, obviously, I want to, I want to sell other things too. I want to sell other shirts. I just can't. Haven't been able to come up with anything that's as good as fucking them down, right? Like for a while, I sold. It's not my weekend shirts, for right? And it's cool. That's my special. That's my thing. That's what I do. That's my gimmick, right? And I like the shirt. But it's not for everybody, fool. Not everybody's a single parent. Not everybody knows somebody or whatever the fuck, right? Nobody, that doesn't hit on everybody, fool, on every level, dog. So there's like a specific consumer uh, yeah, 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 for that shirt. So I sold it. it. It didn't do that great, guys. Maybe the font, maybe the style, it didn't do that great. Right, and I want to sell it as a quote, like you know, quote. So people are like, "Oh, where'd you hear that? Who says that?" Or oh, this guy, Jerry Garcia, you should look him up. Look at his videos. Something, right? Something that pushes the brand, fool. And and I like, I like it. I personally like. It. It's not my weekend, fool. I think it's cool. I think it's funny. I think it's clever. I think all that shit. But not everybody thinks the same way. And then some people are like, "What does that mean? What are you saying?" What is, who is he talking about? Why would he say that? So obviously I'm just like, well, this obviously is not for you, Doc. This shirt's not just, just move on, fool, please. So I tried that. It's not my weekend. I bought a bunch of shirts. Eventually they sold out. Eventually, I, I, I didn't re-up, basically. I didn't re-up, right? But it took me a while to fucking sell them. Then I sold. Then I came up with this other, this other idea I thought it was really cool in my head. At least in my head, I thought, you know what's funny? Wevon. That's a funny word, dog. Wevon is a funny word, fool. I like saying wevon. Lazy. It represents me. It's my vibe. It's who I am. I like being wevon. Wevon is funny. It means lazy. Funny way to say lazy, dog. So I wanted to come up with a shirt, you know? So what the phrase I came up with was, soy wevon y que. Right? But it was a little too long, right? It was a little too long. And again, it's Spanish, you know. Not it, it does. It's not. It's only gonna relate to a certain type of people. Um, and then my vision was huevón con un pinche huevo estrellado, 
or a hard boiled egg, right? Either a hard boiled egg or huevo estrellado. So I took it to a few designer friends and they gave me their ideas and they were not bad ideas. They weren't bad at all. Like one of them put the huevo on the O, the huevo, este, the hard boiled egg, pero huevo, but he made it like a gold color, like a golden egg. Um, Edible Arrangements in East LA is opening now. This weekend, July 22nd, grand opening, 5929 Whittier Boulevard, Los Angeles, 90022. Send your boo, that special someone, that special toxica, that ratchet that won't hit you back. Send her some chocolate-covered strawberries full. Call the number at 323-832-9555. Five one, the grand opening. Come visit. Tell them I sent you. You get a special free chocolate strawberry dog. Come on, fool. Get my skaters away and a discount on your first, second, and third shipment. Tell them Jerry G sent you, and they'll treat you like a king that you are, fool. You know, so it could stand out with a black shirt, gold egg. I liked it. I liked it, but I was like, all right, whatever. I made some, but didn't sell that great, fool. So then I went back to the drawing board. I asked another homie, hey, fool, could you come up with some design for this shit? Yeah, I got you, bro. And he did. Again, he came back. He's the one that put soy huevon. He put soy in small words. Huevon, big words. With a huevo estrellado, sunny side up, as the O. And then Ike, right? And it's cool. Again, it's cool. It's fine. But it wasn't no effort. I'm down, fool. It's not no way fit I'm down. I will bring out the shirt. People will look at it. And then obviously I don't really say that much that on stage. I don't have nothing to reference it to on stage or make a joke of or a bit about it, which I thought eventually I would come up with one. Like I would come up with a bit, a joke about being lazy or wevon. Um, nothing came to fruition. Ay, ay, fruition. And uh, so I just like, I, was, I brought the shirt. I brought the shirts out. People will look at them. Oh, they're cool. They're cute. No thanks. Right? But you put it to FM down. They're like, oh, that's a cool shirt. That's a party shirt. Oh, I know someone I could give it that too. That's a dope shirt. Blah, blah, blah. But for the gym, for, you know, for the house, for whatever the fuck. And people just gravitate to that shirt more, fool. And it's just an easier sell. And the other one is more of like, I got to be there. I got to explain it. I got to hope they like the design. I hope, you know, it goes with their vibe. Right, it goes with their mood, and that's who they are. And I hope they're with honest, and I they get it, they get the joke, and it's all that. It's all of that. It's all of that, fool. And I'm just like, it's just too much of a sell for me, fool. It's just too much of a sell. Same thing with it's not my weekend. Like, if you're not a single parent, you know, it's not for you, right? And then you're like, oh, maybe he knows a single parent, a brother, a sister, a friend. But then he has to buy. Now he's buying merch for somebody else who's not even at the show. So it's like, damn. Like, again, I have to sell it. They're like, what does this mean? What do you mean by that? Right? And then at the same time, I'm trying to move away from that brand, from that, like, slogan. Because that's my special. It's done, been there, done that kind of shit. Let's move on. Let's grow. That's how I feel internally. So for me to still be pushing, it's not my weekend shirts. Hey, I'm like, come on, die, right? But we are listening to it's not my weekend podcast, <laughs> and I I thought it was a cool, 
thing with the podcast because I kind of it related for what I was doing two years ago when I started this podcast. Well, the whole point of it was to do it one week by myself when it's not my weekend and do it the next week with my kids when it is my weekend, right? And obviously that didn't work out, right? So I'm still now just, now it's always my, not my weekend. So, but I get it, right? You get it. So then that's where I was. That's where I was with that's not my weekend shirts. And that's where I was with the Wevon shirts, bro. I ordered a bunch. Man, when I, when I say a bunch, I say anywhere from 60 to 100 shirts. About five, six dozens, whatever, dog. Um, a few extra on some of the sites that sell more. But it just took a long time to sell. In fact, I had a couple extras in my house that no that soy Wevon y que. And I gave one of those shirts to the kid that came to the came today with that I picked up that he's like a big fan and so I gave him one of the shirts he got excited hey that's what it's that hey fool here you go dog you know so he won't get away so got a little laugh he got the joke gets to take it home his parents could have a good little laugh it's not nothing bad there all right win-win you know um then I have uh then I have uh my bobbleheads of course right <laughs> so my bobbleheads that was something I always wanted to do Always, it was a goal of mine, a dream of mine to have a bobblehead of me as merch to my fans. The thing with that is probably I jumped the gun a little too early. <laughs> I wish I could have um, came up with these, with these bobbleheads like after my It's Not My Weekend HBO special. I jumped the gun back in 2017 when we did the Netflix special. But you also got to uh, realize, guys, like obviously it's my first major TV credit, right? The first, this makes me coming out of the closet once again, right? For the third time, for a different reason this time. Uh, basically, it was my coming out party, fool. Netflix, I made it. I'm here. Who knows if I'll ever get an opportunity again. This is where I'm at. I'm excited. Made good money. I'm, you know, picking up shows now. I have real fans. You know, my fucking IG's growing. My Facebook's blowing up. Like, I'm feeling good about myself, ladies and gentlemen. 2017, feeling good. I'm feeling myself in 2017 with the Netflix special. People know who I am. I'm getting recognized. It's on. That's my breaking right there. My break, uh, you know, my big break. Um, and I guess I wanted to capitalize it. And I just felt at the time it was like one of those now or never things. Like now or never, fool. Like I should do a bobblehead. Like this would be dope just to have at the very least. I get to give it out to my friends, my families. Un momento, un recuerdo, wey. Un bonito recuerdo from this special. So we made the, spe the bobblehead out of me, what I'm wearing on the Netflix special, the water bottle, the bright orange shoes, the California sun insurance, dog. That's where I get my car insurance, bro. And let me tell you, dog, I'm going to be aquí legit, wey. No one should be insuring me, fool. Not only should I, do I have a DUI, but I have the worst driving record Ever, fool. I've got a ticket for everything you can ever think about, dog. I shouldn't be on the road, fool. But California Sun Insurance hooked it up. And not only did they hook it up, bro, I'm paying less insurance money than I ever paid before, dog. Let me tell you, fool, I've tried them all. I went to a insurance, dog. First of all, fool, she couldn't hook it up. And she doesn't even look like that, bro. Photoshop much? Let me tell you, dog. But California Sun Insurance is the real deal. They'll hook you up with insurance for your RV, for your boat, for your motorcycle. They'll even help you out with your auto registration, compa. 3638 East Florence Avenue, Huntington Park, California, 90255. 
323-553-9009 California Sun Insurance Salon Jerry G sent you Tragos Amargos Episode 3 has dropped now fool listen to it on all your medias you can fool we got the YouTube channel tag comedian Jerry G we got iTunes we got Spotify it's everywhere Tragos Amargo podcast Episode 3 Selena is live now listen to it let me know hit me up Fucking comb over, which was a horrible fade, by the way. I told him like three times how I really wanted that fade, and they didn't get it how I wanted it. But fuck it, and but but I will give them the benefit of the doubt. They were going off the fade, the high ass super cero fade that I had on the special. Um, so they were going off that fade from what they have saw on the TV. They were going off the TV, what they saw on the Netflix on the special. So when they came back with that fucking high ass fade, I'm like, uh, can you make the fade like lower? You know, little, you know, just this. They they basically didn't understand. Like, what do you mean? This is what it looks like on the fucking TV, dog. We're, you're telling us you wanted like the fucking TV. We're giving it to you like the TV. So it was hard to argue. Um, and so I bought five hundred bobbleheads for five hundred bobbleheads at about seven fifty a bobblehead for. Uh, it came out to about thirty five hundred dollars, if I remember correctly. Uh, you paid it in, I paid it in payments, and it came from China. Uh, and it came. Uh, there was a middle middle person. Um, damn, I can't, can't. I know they listen to the podcast too. For I'm sorry. I know the guy's name is Tony, Anthony, Tony. Um, fuck, but I forgot the name of your company, company. I'm so sorry for uh, something bobbleheads for. Uh, they make bobbleheads, bro. They make personalized bobbleheads, fool. They have had contracts with minor league teams, with Rancho Cucamonga. They had a contract with La uh, Selección Mexicana, way. Uh, so they're doing their thing. They've done their thing, fool. And they're fans, and they reached out, and they're like, yo, we make bobbleheads. If you're interested, I'm like, yes, I'm interested. Let's talk. I'm down. Fuck it. I'm down. Here it is. You see that? You see how I do use that phrase? Huh, I do. I told you. I proved it. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm down. Let's do it. And so they gave me the rate. We've talked the numbers. Obviously, all this coming out of my pocket. There's no sponsorships. There's no Pachanga Casino or whatever the fuck you want to call it, bro. Sponsoring this, like, like the Dodger bobbleheads, fool. It was all out of my pocket, fool. And they came out to like $3,500. And um, so, but it was in payments. It was in three payments. First, you give a thousand down that you're serious, right? And then you give another thousand down. Another thousand dollars when they're like midway done. When when you're going back and forth on this, how you like it, this how you want, good, bad, do, do, do you going? So not another. That's like a like two months later. Or so like man, less like four to six weeks later, you give another thousand dollars. So now I'm in two thousand. And then the other remaining balance of about fifteen hundred is due when the bobbleheads are done, right? Um, so obviously I was stoked, full excited. Um, they, they come out a little too dark, but I, I am a dark motherfucker, dog. I am a dark motherfucker, but a lot of people say that they, that it came out a little too dark. That I could have gone a little shade lighter, and they did run that by me. They ran, they ran the shading by me, and they said, "Is this good for you?" And I didn't want to be that guy and be like, lighter, please. You know, like, I just soy más güero que eso, que no me ves. Like, I didn't want to be that guy. So when they showed me what they had, I'm like, 
I mean, I guess that is me in the summer, you know. Um, I mean, in my head, I'm thinking I'm lighter, but fuck it, let's do it. Yes, that's fine. So, but when it came, people were like, damn, you're not that dark. Puto sin prieto, wey. No, kiss negrito, wey. So, it was a lot of that. Um, but it's 500 bobble hits, all right? This was 2017, so I got them, like, probably late 2017, early 2018. It took around three, four months to make for, all right? Um, and so, I was selling them, for, And they're selling well, right? It's, you know, sell well. I got them some for 25 to make a real profit, for. Uh, I autographed them, you know? And a lot of people were buying them, fool. Even a trophy shop. Shout-outs to House of Trophies in Boyle Heights. They're huge fans as well. They hit me up like, yo, we want to sell your bobblehead in our shop. I'll, you know, I'll buy them for you. I'll buy 20 for you, that guy said, fool. And I'm like, no, mommy's his way. But, of course, I got to give him a discount, right? Not 20 times 25. So I sold them to him for about $15, maybe. Maybe 20 but I signed them all. I autographed them all. And I'm a little embarrassed to follow up on where he's at with them. I doubt that he sold them all, you fool. Like, it's not that serious, is it? Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel a little embarrassed of going back and ask. I don't want to hear the, oh, yeah, we still have 17 left, fool. Like, I know that's going to crush me, bro. So I've never asked if you're in ever in Boyle Heights at House of Trophies, ask if they still have uh, Jerry Garcia bobbleheads in stock, fool. And uh, please find out for me, fool. I have no idea, dog, if they still have them, dog, because I hope hope they've sold out, fool. As for Saul, wait. Saul is a manager there, and he's who bought them. And uh, he's a big fan, super dope people. And he's like, yo, I want I want them in my shop, bro. I want to sell them here. The dope will be awesome. And I was like, oh. and he was like, ¿cuánto quiere? I think he gave me 400 bucks. I think he sold them at 20 bucks, fool. At, at, 20, at $20, I was vendido. I remember it was like 400 bucks, $400 bills he gave me. Um, and obviously, I was super excited. But at the same time, I felt like, man, I hope they sell, bro. This is going to be embarrassing if you get stuck with these, fool. Because obviously, I told him to sell them for 25 or you know, or even 30 because they're autographed. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like such a fucking jerk, fool. Uh, but, yeah, they're out there, fool. <laughs> so, you go. I'm giving them. I have to give them. I feel like I have to give them an actual shout-out, fool. House of Trophies, Boyle Heights, First Street, across the street from Mariachi Plaza, way. House of Trophies. Huge fans. Good people. As for Saul, way. Um, Yeah. And then so like a bunch of people were buying them. So out of the 500, I know Jesus always likes to clown on me. Like how many you got? 485 left or whatever, like 492 left. Uh, I actually, uh, I, I stopped pushing them so much a few a couple years ago. Around the pandemic, obviously. Uh, I stopped like, you know, just stopped pushing them. Uh, but I only do have a, maybe a little over 100 left, fool. Um, about 120 tops, maybe. I counted them one time when I was moving them from one spot to another in my garage. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've sold most of them, bro. I, I used to sell them. I used to take them on the road a lot when I was rolling with Chingo after when we were doing the, 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 they can't deport us all tour. Um, you know, yeah, I sold a lot during that time, a lot at 25, sometimes 30. And, um, yeah, full. Um, so see, they were going well, but they were allowed to carry around. They're a hassle, annoying to bring or bring on the road with me 
uh, in my luggage or whatever the fuck. You know, they're fragile. You got to be careful with them. The boxes get smashed, whatever. And so little by little, I stopped bringing them. At first, I would bring up a lot. I would bring like 20, 15, 12. Then I just started bringing four, five, six. And I would sell them for like 30, I think. I think 25 or 30. Nunca bajaba de 25. And so, yeah, they were selling here little by little. And then these last 120 that I have, I just want to sell them to real fans, hardcore fans, people who really want one. And, uh, you know, I, I want it that way, bro. Like, hey, dude, you know what I really would want? It's a fucking trick or shit about it for a real collector or a real person or a real follower or a real fan. And I know, I know you're out there and a lot of you guys have bought one already or just haven't got around to it. And, uh, yeah, I do have 120 left. I don't know what I'm going to do after I sell these. They're gone. Obviously, I'm going to keep, for me, at least five for me. Uh, I've given them out to my family already. I've given out to, I mean, my, you know, my media family, uh, girlfriends <laughs> throughout these five years that I've had girls that I've dated. Seriously, they've all gotten one. <laughs> I'm like, that's the Derek Jeter package. You get a Jerry Garcia Bowhead and a fucking I'm down shirt if you date me. Seriously. Um, you definitely get one. Um, I don't know what these girls do with them after the fact, but I hope they have them somewhere in their garage or something. Uh, but yeah, fool, I still got a little over a hundred. Uh, and now I just rarely bring them out. I just bring them out when people ask for them or every once in a while when I go to a market that I know I have a lot of fans in, such as like Phoenix or the El Pasos and the Houston's and, you know, those big markets, I'll bring out about three, four, five with me and, uh, you know, and I'll come back with three, four, five most of the time. Um, yeah, full. And then the last one is uh, the one I'm really excited about. And I, really like to, I, I know I brought it up a few times, but we've, we've, we've hit a standstill with it. And I'll tell you why. Air fresheners, full. So air fresheners, I got really excited about, full. So I came up with this idea in my head. I started, you know, fuck, an air freshener would be dope, right? Uh, cheap, easy to travel with. Um, you get them for like a dollar. You flip them. I don't think I'm going to sell them for more than five. So it's something simple. Hopefully people buy a few at a time. Whatever the fuck, right? Um, so I, I made these fucking uh, air fresheners, you know? My, 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 my girl, Nikki's mom, my women... She helped me design it. She's like, she's getting into all these fucking pinche, como se llama those pinches programs where you do flyers on full, not Photoshop, the one after that, whatever the fuck. So she's like messing with that program. And so she's like made one for me. But we couldn't get a good picture of myself, a good quality picture. So she found the best quality one she could. It's one of me with like, uh, you know, me, my fucking cara, away, my face. A picture of my face smiling, holding my glasses or whatever the hell. And we use that one. And we buy like 300. And they come. And they're new car smell. And I had this whole like, dude, I wanted to say something funny. Like, at least it smells good in here. Oh, you know, like, I don't know. I couldn't think of something funny that can be, can, can be too insulting. Because uh, I want to say something stupid like, I smell, I smell better than your girl or I smell better than your man or I don't know what the, I was coming up with a bunch of dumb shit and I finally settled on at least it smells good in here which is not great right it's not home home run shit fool but it was whatever I got the job done so because the, the, the thing is one side of the air freshener but then I realized 
once I got them, I liked the packaging. was cool. The scent is fine. But then I realized, fool, this is my face, dog. It's just a, a, a picture of my face, dog. Like, what guy, what man is going to want to have a guy hanging from his fucking, from his rearview mirror, dog? Right? And what woman is going to have a guy hanging from her rearview mirror who is not her boyfriend or her man? Like, or anyone big, like, known, like a Michael Jordan, a Michael Jackson, a Kobe, somebody famous like that, fool. A Drake, Bad Bunny. Like, I'm not those guys, fool. Like, I just look to to a naked eye, a person who doesn't know me. I just look like some random fucking dude. And it's just a picture of me smiling, fool, like a fucking idiot, bro. Right? So, they, but even with all that said, I realized that right away after I got it, I'm like, you know what? I fucked up here, fool. I should have done something funnier, cartoony, animated, silly. Something fucking funnier, dog. I'm better than this, fool. But they came in, it's 300 Um, I paid like $500, fool. No, actually, no, 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 no. It was like 380 fool. It was, they were like a little over a dollar with the packaging and the delivery and all that shit. Because they were only like like 85 cents each plus pinche packaging, pinche this, pinche that. It came out to like a little over a dollar each. So it was like literally like three eighty dollars um, And I sold them all. I sold them all for $5. People just want to buy shit, support, you know. People think it's funny. And I made like a little whole funny thing about it on stage, you know, like. You know, I, I forgot what I'd say, but I was like, yo, I got all these fucking air fresheners, all I can carry. I don't want to bring shirts because I don't trust you guys. This and that. I don't know. I was just saying shit like that. And they were selling. They sold out. They sold out. But, but, there was hesitation. There was hesitation from people. Like, guys will pick it up. They would want to buy it, right? Just to support. It's only $5. I could see it in their eyes. Then something would click in their brain and be like, fool, I'm not going to put this in my car. Fool, where am I going to put this? I'm not going to be carrying this fucking guy, a vato, in my fucking car, fool. And then girls would pick it up and think the same thing. They want to they wanna support, you know. They think I was hilarious. They pick it up and they're like, what's my man going to say? What's my dad going to say? What's anybody going to say? When I see a fucking picture of a random dude in my car. How am I going to be driving around with a fucking dude face in my car? It just clicked to me. Like, that's dumb, Jerry. That's fucking dumb. Um, but people bought it. And thank you for purchasing those who did. And I appreciate it. I hope they're still working. <laughs> uh, that's, just going, that's what's going through my head, basically. I'm just like, I'm, fig- I'm realizing this, right? Like, it's not good marketing, what, I'm, what I've just created. Um... But with all that said, people bought it. People, they, they had a good laugh with it. It's in the moment. Again, they want to support. They want to take a recuerdo, a souvenir, five bucks. For sure. Of course. You know, they just balance both things out. Maybe they never opened it. Maybe they never used it. Who knows, right? Um, so, yeah, fool. And now I came up with a new design. That's where I'm at now. I came up with actually four new designs, right? Revamped the whole shit, dog. Now, they're all going to be cartoony, right? Animated, funny cartoon of me, but in a cartoon, in a silly face. Uh, 
doing silly things because every cent is going to be a paisa cent. There's going to be este fabuloso, carne asada, pinche horchata. They're all going to have a different paisa funny scent, right? And so hilarious. I'm like, fool, this is fucking funny, dog. Now I need to follow this up with a funny picture of me doing these things. Like for Fabuloso, it's going to be me mopping, right? Carne asada, it's going to be me haciendo tacos or comiendo tacos. For chata, it's going to be me drinking an horchata, right? In a silly face, doing a silly fucking face. And so, and in a cartoon. So now, yeah, there you go. Now, now everybody's in on a joke. Everybody, no one's feeling uncomfortable with me in their fucking car because it's a cartoon. It's funny. It's, they get it, right? And so, but I've hit a standstill with my designers. So now I went with a new designer for this, but this motherfucker is from like India, right? There's this app called Fiverr. You guys heard of Fiverr? Yeah. It's this app where they can, you find these cheap designers from India, Egypt, Pakistani, or whatever the fuck out there. And they make these, these designs for you super cheap at literally $5, $10, a design. So I fucked with several of them. I picked out like three of them and they all gave me designs. Honestly, they were like 0 for 3. I wasn't happy, too crazy about them. Then I found one that I liked, right? So I might, I find a guy, oh, this guy's dope. I like this guy. For like 10 bucks, guys. 10 bucks, fool. Uh, guys here, designs here, a person will charge you anywhere from 50 to 100 bucks per design, fool. But I wanted to do three, four designs. That's why I, knew I wanted to go cheaper, and especially not knowing exactly what I wanted, how I wanted it to look. So I did the fiber app. The fire app is fine. They get back to you and all that shit. But it could be a hit and miss, right? There's a, there's a language barrier. There's a time zone barrier, right? So like the guy that I finally got, the third guy who I liked, I liked his designs, I liked his pictures. We're going back and forth. But he would like, again, I think it was a language barrier. He wouldn't understand what the fuck I was trying to do, Right? Uh, like for the tacos one, it's me making tacos, right? Taquero. Soy un taquero. Estoy con el pinche man, 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 my fucking thing, right? My my butcher knife, right? And for those forks that you fucking do barbecue with, and I'm supposedly cutting up the meat, but this guy didn't get it. Like, it, it wasn't coming out like I wanted. It was like, he had me with like, like, Raw meat, the meat was raw, looked like pork, looked like a pig, looked like pink, and then be yet there's flames coming out of it. But I was like, no, bro, I want the meat already cooked. Yo ya quiero los tacos, los la carne ya hecha, wey. Ya la quiero cocinada, wey. Like as I'm, I'm about to serve this fucking meat to people. Not raw. Like it was too pink, too orangey for me. Yeah, and there was weird flames coming out of it, like random flames when the meat looked like it was already on the wooden butcher on the on the shit where you cut up the meat, fool. So it looked weird. And so I'm going back and forth, and he wasn't understanding this. All right? 
And it would take a few days every time. And then uh, there was other things about it. I forgot what it was. There were like little things. Like my lips were too red. Like I looked like I had lipstick. I like the design. I like how I look overall. The fade is dope. I look funny. But my lips are too red. I look like I have lipstick on. And I would tell him this. And he would like slightly change it. You know. Um, there was one where he made like a, the goatee like super gray. Like bro. I'm not fucking that old dog. Like I got spots gray. I do have spots of gray. But not like the whole. My whole goatee is not gray bro. Things like that. So it's like a lot of that. And then in una de esas way that he goes on vacation. He says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm on vacation. They have some sort of Easter, some Pakistani Egyptian Easter or Christmas or some shit is going on right now where they're off for like two weeks. And so he said he's away from his computer for two weeks and he won't be able to work on it for the next two weeks. And there's a lot of this, a lot of that. So... Yeah, fool. Like I don't know. I, I, I'm hopefully I'm making sense, fool. But there's been it's been so much of a struggle with this, fool. Back and forth with these guys. But yeah, you get what you pay for, right? You get what you pay for. And the game at the end of the game, it's merged, fool. I'm really excited about, and I can't wait to share. I know it's gonna kill. I know it's gonna be funny. I can like picture the jokes on stage. I could picture the pitches at when I'm sending the merge. I could see people want to buy one of each. They're all going to smell cool. And of course, of course, the, the I'm going to say is the scent is carne asada or pastor or carnitas for the joke of it. But the actual, the actual scent is going to be like wood or charcoal or barbecue or something of that effect. The actual smell, right? Like horchata is actually going to be like vanilla. Or something. Or cinnamon. I think I'm using Café de la Hoya también. Uh, and la, and uh, Fabuloso, of course. Say it with me. Say it with me. Lavender. It's going to be lavender, guys. But I'm going to call it Fabuloso. So that's what I'm excited about. Flipping that into a little paisa shit. I, I think it's new. It's original. Hasn't been done. And I've been saying this a little too much to people. To too many comics. Where I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Someone's going to beat me to this punch, fool. And then I'm going to look like the second and third guy hack that I'm copying other people. But no, fool, I'm sticking to it. I've been throwing it out into the universe, into the energy. And I have been telling a little too many people about this, including right now, oversharing once again. But I'm excited. And I know you're going to like it. And it's going to be fun, something funny for me to sell. And then the designs are actually cool and funny where I can eventually put those designs on a shirt, like Loteria style, tarjeta. Um, speaking of which, I love Mexican Loteria. Loteria, I, I love it, fool. Like, I think it's fucking cool how they're making a little fashion out of it now. Uh, like, I'm buying the Loteria air fresheners. I bought El Nopal, which is my favorite one. I think it's the funniest one, El Nopal, way. I have a, a shirt, the El Nopal Loteria card. Uh, I just think it's funny. You know? And the other one is Estre La Estrella. Because uh, uh, I clown on my family all the time. Que ya llegó La Estrella. When I go visit La Estrella. Uh, they always get a good laugh out of that. Uh, so I like using La Estrella. I want to use La Estrella. And then uh, está Pinche La Sirena. Of course, La Sexy Chichona. I like Sirena. I have That's the one I currently have in my car right now. Uh, 
El Negrito, of course. I've always considered myself El Negrito. But now, you can't really do that no more, right? That's blackface. That's kind of... El Negrito's getting canceled, as a matter of fact. I don't think he's coming out in Loteria games anymore. Correct me if I'm wrong, ladies and gentlemen. But I believe El Negrito from Loteria has been canceled. And he's not in the new Loteria games anymore. Um, that sucks. Uh, El Borracho, of course, funny. But... Hacky as fuck, right? Hacky as fuck. Um, yeah, that's everyone's go-to. Yo soy el borracho. Like, relaxful, relaxful. Um, but I love Loteria, everything about it. For even since I was a little kid, I used to like the cars, the colors, the tarjetas, everything. For I also wanted to make one day my own Loteria and recreate a new Loteria with new fucking Mexican things. Like... Uh, I wanted to do like El Comal, La Gordita, right? Uh, I wanted to do, man, I had so many, dude. I really had so many. Uh, la Tia, I wanted to do La Tia. Um, la Concha, La Concha needs to be in the next Loteria for sure. Um, uh, el Perico, just for, you know, for purposes that we all know. Uh, el Chivo. With the same, pretty much the same reason, but El Chivo is also very cool. El Toro would be a good one. Um, uh, Policia Municipal, <laughs> that's a good one, right? Uh, I just thought I would come up with, I'd be like, I, sh I should come up with brand new Loteria cards, but I think they're already being done. So there's a lot of bun out there already, a lot of versions out there. I'm seeing, right? There's like Cholo ones. There's even like Raider ones. There's like La Toxica, uh, which is one I never thought about doing myself. But I, I did want to use La Fichera. La Fichera was the one I wanted to use. Um, but now there's a bunch now. They started La Toxica. And all. So it's kind of played out. I'm, again, I'm late. I'm late to this. But I thought about this idea many years ago. I want to say at least 20 years ago. I'd be like, dude, I should come up with a new Loteria. But not like change it up too much just new version of it you know porque tenemos the classic la maceta y el sol la luna so i wanted to like you know i wanted to like have that still vibe you know uh, la pla i want to put like la playa right i wanted to put um fuck what else did i have el guarache of course needs to be there right uh el politico instead of el catrin or something uh, el novio or something, uh, or maybe la novia, but dressed as in gown in her in her wedding gown would have been cool. So I don't know. I would come up with a lot of shit like that. Fool, um, el vaquero. You could simply do el vaquero like a paisa. That would be cool. Uh, el cantante instead of el músico, do like a cantante, do like a Chalino Sanchez kind of guy. Dude, I, I would do. Trust me, I had a bunch of shit for this fool, and I really wanted to do that one day, dog. But the classic is still the classic. I love the classic. I love when I get together with the family in Christmas, holidays, and we play Loteria. I'm the one that like reads the cards, and I love reading the cards. I have a fun time with it. Uh, I'm pretty damn good at it, right? And uh, I enjoy My fam gets a laugh out of it whenever yo canto las cartas, and they like it when I do that, fool. Um, I always have fun, and I always like it, fool. So like that's the vibe I was going with with these air fresheners that I was coming up with for some, I don't know, dog. Um, y'all with me? All right. Fool. I've been all over the place today, dog. But the game, the name of the game is merch. Merch is the name of the game. And I'm not very good at it, guys. I'm not. Okay. There's a lot of other comics who I work with who are very good at it. 
Now, I've also worked with bo- both extremes, right? I've, both, I've worked with comics who are oversell and overdo it. Shout out to the homie Chingo Bling. Uh, Eric Schwartz, a comedian, funny comedian, Eric Schwartz, who opened up for Joy Coy for a long time. Him and I are good friends, and I opened for him when I was coming up. Uh, a few times, that guy sells a lot of fucking merch. Uh, Joy Coy, Mencia, they sell a lot of fuck. Of course, Gabriel Iglesias, but these guys are on their own brand, on their own pedestal kind of shit, right? Those guys sold a lot of merch. And I watch them, I study them, and I see what they're doing, how they do it, all that shit. What's important is, for you young comics, is that first you got to have a joke. You got to be funny. You can't be just an open micer or any chump thirst trapping fools with merch. Fool. I get it. You're not making any money when you're starting off. You're broke as shit. But hey, that's part of the game. It's an internship, fool. It's an internship. If you're in this to make money, then don't get in this motherfucker, dog. Because there's no money for the first minimum five years. Five years. And at five years, you start making money if you're good. And if you put in the time. But si me molesta mirar compas that are only a year or two in the game and they're already selling merch, fool. I get what you're trying to do. I get that you're trying to make money, but fo- bro, if your focus is on making money instead of the craft, then you're fucking up. You're fucking up. Um, that's one reason I'm not really good at merch because I don't f- put much thought into it, guys. I, I don't. Fuck it, I'm down with something I came up with. I used to have a joke when I started off. That's my say it. I still say it. I've said it like three times in this episode. I'm fucking around. But I still do it. That's my thing. Um, A lot of other people say it as well. It's a hood thing. It's an HP thing. It's I'm not going to get mad when somebody else says it. Not. It's not my... I didn't invent it. But what I'm trying to say is that it's who I am and my personality. And the shirt sells. The shirt works. Which, by the way, I did see the shirt being sold at one of those fucking t-shirt places one time. Exact font, everything. I, I don't think even had the quotes on it. N- not, but not me, without my permission. Now, I don't have the rights to this either, but I do have proof. I got emails from 2015 when I first came up with this shirt. 2015, I was six game, six years in the game, guys. Six years in the game. I started in 2009. 2015 is when I started selling merch and I have emails to prove it. How I know this? Because when I saw that fucking shirt in the fucking, in the, in the mall, in the mall, in Montebello Mall, I don't know if that, if that, if that store is still there, but there's a, there was a store in Montebello Mall that sells all these shirts, right? All these like La Toxica, y que La Rosa, y que this, y La Cholos, and Disney, and all these fucking shirts. And fuck it, I'm down with it, bro. And I got mad. But then I checked myself. I'm like, wait, I don't own this. I don't own this shit, dog. And but this the same exact font and quotations, fool. Like, I literally have an email explaining in 2015 to my designer at the time. Shout out to Daniel from Team Outfitters. I have an email because I, I know this because I just saw the email that says Team Outfitters Daniel. Uh, tell him, yeah, fool, I want it in this font. I want you to put asterisk on the fuck because I don't want to like, I want to be able to make people feel comfortable wearing it. And the quotations noting that it's me saying this. Fuck it, I'm down. 
exclamation mark at the end. And that's exactly how I was being sold in the store for. And I fought pissed, bro. This was like mm, 2018, 19, right before the pandemic. And I remember being so mad. And then I'm just like, I can't do nothing, fool. I can't, I, I don't own this shit, fool. And I can't be mad at saying, fucking I'm down with other people say it too. So it was one of those things. But I did want to go back. I asked people, can I do something? Can I say something? And so they all say, you got you to gotta buy it. And I never bought it. Porque soy huevón. Y que. <laughs> See that? Call back, baby. Call back. Uh, yeah, I never got around to it. I was too lazy to do it. I felt weird about getting, uh, buying, fuck it, I'm down. And you're not buying it, you know, you don't know, like, I don't know it. It's just that I was buying, what was I buying? I was buying something that meant that I can sell that and not get in trouble, basically. And I could tell people to seize and disease, but they didn't. And so I never did it. I never did it. Um, because another reason it was like, I'm going to move on from this. I'm not going to be using this shit forever. I'm not going to be selling this shit forever. And look at me, 2022, and I'm still selling it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this has been a fucking weird rant, dog. Um, but yeah, fool. That's 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 what happened. Fool. But that's the merch game. Fool. All right. Um, all right. I want to wrap it up, fool. But before I wrapped it up, I did leave on a cliffhanger last week. <laughs> right? I left on a cliffhanger. I wanted to talk a little bit on Los Tires del Norte documentary. Documentary, fool. Uh, I saw it. It's on Prime Video. Um, I, I give it... Uh, mm, and I'm a big fan. You know this, right? I'm a huge fan. And I still want to meet them. It's my goal. I hope to meet them one day. 7.5, fool. Only because... And it's hard to like even talk shit about this because the guys have never had any real true controversy or had any real issues with like drugs or alcoholism or get, they beat up their wife or divorce or cheating scandals. They never had anything like that. So it is hard to spice up a documentary when these guys have done nothing but great things for our people, for the music, for the industry, for everything. Like, they caught some nice breaks. They explained the breaks, and that's what I like about it. I never knew how they actually started. I never knew the story of what brought them to the United States or what even brought them to San Jose. I always was like, why not San Diego? Why not LA? Why not Texas? I always thought that. But uh, they talked about how they got their name, Los Tigres del Norte, and who gave them their name, which is pretty cool. Uh, I actually like their first original name, que iban a ser los... Este, Ah, fuck, I'm, I'm drawing a, a blank right now. Los Alegres de... Uh, where, where, where the little town they're from. Mocoritos or something like that. Uh, Los Alegres... I thought that was a cool name too, dog. Uh, like, uh, like Los Alegres del Terán were pretty big back then. But somebody came up with Los Tigritos del Norte, but they're like, scratch that. These fools are going to grow up one day and they're going to be Tigritos no more. So they just call them Los Tigres already. For. I thought that was cool. I like how they made it to San, to San Jose. They worked their ass off. They did release three albums that I had no idea about. That was before my time, 1971, 72, 73. And they actually released early albums that bombed and were not good. And then there was this guy who told them, fool, you need a keyboard. You need drums. You need 
an electric guitar. And these are things that were not being done back then for Norteño music. So this is pretty awesome. So these were one of the first, if not the first, Grupo Norteño to transcend the Mexican music like they did. Um, so that's cool. I learned shit like that. That was cool stuff to learn. Now, they got into... Again, it goes. I'm I'm still stuck on this Raúl Hernández thing, guys. I'm stuck on Raúl Hernández, the Tigre who left. Now, he's mentioned. He's one of the original four Tigres de Nortes, right? Original tres hermanos y un primo. Original. Raúl was there from day one. All right, and he was with them through 1990, what six or something. Okay, so we're talking about 71 to 96, 25 years and sang a lot of songs for these guys and they gave him their props and he would come up. But they I'm so so he's a brother. Es sangre. I'm sure que es querido. Now, this guy did not come out on the documentary, was not really mentioned. He was just mentioned as far as like being part of the beginning. Um, they talked about when he left and he, they, they just touched on it. Real quickly, it was quick, bro, and I was hyped when this brought was this topic was brought up. But it sounds like, they, first of all, they didn't talk about it for long, and a little bit they did say it sounded like it really surprised los tigres. It came out of nowhere and really affected los tigres. I mean, Jorge Hernandez said it hurt them, it made them go through depression. They had to cancel gigs. They spent three months looking for a replacement and it was something that he says que nos sorprendió they didn't see it coming they heard it hurt him a lot that he left so this was huge guys there's more to this there's more to this fool than this guy just leaving abruptly leaving them hanging having them have to cancel gigs basically they weren't ready for this fool so something really went bad there, fool, that I wish I knew a little bit more of. But they touched on it. And then they just said that, and then they, they never bring him up again, fool. And that's fucked up, fool, because he's an important piece, fool. I wish. I mean, this is such a documentary that was, you know, they took their time. It looked like they, they shot it during the pandemic. They sh took their time doing this pandemic, guys. No one's doing anything. No one's busy. Why couldn't Raul Hernandez be on the documentary, bro. He was with them 25 years and he's still alive. He's kicking. He's still their brother. Who knows that he's still, how close they are. Eso si no se. They don't really touch on that either about their closeness now. I wish, dude, what was so hard or difficult or hurtful that he couldn't even come up, come out in the documentary and say a few words? It's him talk about his uh, experiences coming up with those theaters as a kid, as a youngster. Say some nice things about the time he was with the band. Say why he left. Say the choices he had to make to move on and do a solo career. Bro, this is huge. This is huge. And this has always been irking me in my life, bro. Like, I always died with this group, man. Who I, like, again, I adore, man. I adore. And I feel bad, a little bad about talking some shit that I did on the podcast that we thought was Amargos about, you know, that they haven't had a real hit in two, since 2001. Uh, you know, after watching the documentary, they did have a few more hits after 2001. Uh, not many, but they did. And, uh, yeah, fool. So, 
I, I didn't give him enough credit as I should have. And I wish I should. I wish I would have watched the documentary before recording that Tragos Amartos episodes, man. Because I did, like I said, I learned some stuff. I would have been able to take some more notes and just come in with a little bit more focus on them. But uh, they did talk about their movie making, their acting skills, and how they got into all that and the corridos. And they talked about how they used to go. So I've seen them in concierto como four or five times, partly. And they've gone on. They do over two hours. They do. Except for one time I, talk, I talked about with uh, Fernie. We saw him at the fucking Hollywood Bowl. And they literally did like 40 minutes. Full. But also, I remember that they didn't sound too good. Especially Hernan. He didn't sound too good. I thought he was losing it. I'm pretty sure he was just sick. Full. He wasn't feeling well. Because they cut it really short. Uh, there were the headliners. There were other bands that night, too. Uh, but then there are other concerts that I've been to. They did talk about how they go on for at least two, three, four hours. That they've gone until six o'clock in the morning sometimes when the concert starts at 10. Um, I just wish they would have gotten more, a little more detail on some things. Like uh, there, there was a, a time where they went to perform. They performed on the night that their father passed away. And they still went up and performed that same night. And they didn't get into that. I wish there was footage of that. There was like a little bit of footage of that concert, but I just wish they would have gotten more into what they were feeling, what they were going through. Did they cry? What they do? Did they pray? Did they? What did they do right after that show? Like I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Maybe because I just like I want to know so much. I want to uh, soak everything up about them that you know, you know. And that's gotta be hard, fool. Like uh, a quick story before I let you guys go, man. Um, my my grandma uh passed away. Uh right before I was going to go up on stage. Now, she was in her deathbed. She had Alzheimer's. She was in her, like, las sus últimas. And I remember I was on Santa Maria. This was, like, in 2016. 2016. It was before Netflix. Um, still doing the grind out there. In fact, it was my, one of my first, very first um, headlining gigs. So I was very nervous, and I was really excited about this gig. And then my grandma ends up in the hospital a few days before leaving to this gig, and the gig was in Santa Maria, California. And I remember I told my mom, mom was uh, really crushed at the time. And I told my mom, I'm going to cancel. And she's like, no, no, no canceles. Tienes que ir, tienes que ir. Ya no puedes hacer nada aquí. No hay nada que hacer. This and that. You know, she was like in a coma, my grandma, by now. And it was like any minute now type of shit. I'm like, but it was like two or three days before my gig. I go, si no, si, si, si está todavía con nosotros para el sábado del día de mi show, pues voy a cancelar. And she's like, no, 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 tienes que ir, tienes que ir. So I went. I went, like, heavy-hearted, but I went. Um, and sure enough, sure enough, man, the feature's up. I'm up next. I'm He's about to get off. He's, like, saying his last joke. And obviously, there's a host. And so, like, this guy is, like, getting off soon, and I get a phone call. And sure enough, it's my mom crying. My mom. No, mi hijo, no me hablaba para decirte que ya mi mamá ya... And she's like crying her ass off, crying, crying, like it literally had just happened. And fuck, that shit fucked me up, dog. Fuck me up, bro. And I, hadn't, and I didn't tell anybody this. I didn't tell the other comics. I didn't want anybody to know anything, fool. No one knew, dog. No one knew my, my grandma wasn't even in the hospital with the people, with the comics I was with that night. And so I wasn't going to just be like, oh my God, my grandma just died. I can't do this. What am I going to do? Fuck that, dog. I just, like, I, I cried with my mom on the phone. I went outside, cried with her, 
And we cried, and she's just like, I didn't tell my mom, I'm about to go up. What are you doing? I didn't tell her that either. I don't want to make her feel worse. It wasn't that. That wasn't the time for any of that. She just like called me just to let me know, which I appreciate it for. And, but it was the worst timing ever, dog. And so she did. She hangs up. I'm crying. I'm fucking, you know, wiping my tears, and the fucking host is already up there. And I'm just like, I, maybe because I no one else but me knew this. I'm just I was able to like say, all right, fucking like Jerry, snap out of it, get through this, and get the fuck out of here, kind of shit. And uh, sure enough, man, I went up there. I'm not saying I'm gonna have. I'm gonna. Have, I had a great set, but I really did do have a, have a good set. I really had a good time on stage, and I felt my grandma carried me through that. My heart was like full with love, dog, from the crowd, from the laughs, from thinking. First, I remember thinking, man, my, my grandma's watching me right now. My grandma's watching me from heaven perform right now, fool. So I'm going to perform for her, dog. And I went all out, fool. Like, I went everything. And this is me, like, at the time where I barely have 45 minutes. I was just starting to get full 45 minutes. It was me. This is my time when I was struggling to get to 45 minutes. But I got there. And I, I, they even brought me a shot on stage. I remember I drank the shot on stage. I remember it took a minute, looked up in the sky. I didn't tell nobody this. I didn't tell the audience this. I didn't tell nobody this, fool. Nobody. I think I told the comics I was with on the drive home that night or the next day or something, fool. But I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't need that kind of tension at the time. I just wanted this time special with me and my grandma. I felt like my grandma was watching me from heaven, bro, basically. And that was my, our time. I was our time. And I didn't need to be like, oh, guess what, guys? My grandma just died. And I didn't, I didn't need to do all that, fool. I didn't need to do all that. But yeah. So when the theaters talked about their father passing away right before they go on stage, same thing, basically. They get a phone call. As they're going to go up on stage. They like kind of break down. They huddle up. They pray. They cry. And they go up on stage. But I would have loved to see more of that because they were just like quick shots of it. Quick shots of it. And I don't even know if that was the actual concert. It just looked like they, was, they were at a concert where they usually pray and get together before they go up. I don't know if that was the actual one. So I just wanted them to like just kind of touch on it a little bit more on what that was like. And that fool. But other than that, dog, I mean, I learned some shit. Some shit was cool. I just felt it went a little too fast. They went through their songs and it hits a little too quick. I wish... Uh, just I wanted... I know they're not the composers... And there were some cool stories about some of how these about some about how some of these songs were uh, composed and created and written and by the actual composers that came out in the interviews. That was pretty cool. I would want like again. I wanted to know more about that. I wanted to know more about that. And again, the and the question that still hasn't been answered to me, and I'm sure it's a simple answer, is how do you decide who sings what song? That's it. I want to know why who gets to sing which song and why. Why do you get to sing that song, fool? Why not this fool, dog? I want to know that. And I'm sure it's a simple answer, fool. It has to do with the tenors and their voice chords and with the high pitch. But not necessarily. Not all the time, fool. Not all the time. All right? And that's it. Wait, wait. I'm out of here. One hour, you motherfuckers. One hour. Too much, fool. I'm out, man. You guys have a great rest of the week. I'm Jerry Garcia. See you guys soon.